Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 122 for the 21st of Adar Base in Alipir. So before we begin today's episode, I want to ask you guys if you have ever dabbled in affirmations or how much you know about that. So one person who speaks about this a lot is Scott Adams. He's really into it. Scott Adams is the author of Dilbert Comics, and he also has lately become a political commentator since the times of Trump, pretty much. And so he he writes about affirmations a lot, about how affirmations really, he really saw the powers power of affirmations in his life a lot. The basic idea behind affirmations is that let's say you really want something out of your life. You want a lot of money. You want to meet somebody. You want to get a new job, whatever it is that you're looking to get. And you write down certain things every day. You write down certain sayings to the effect, affirming the facts that you will get these things with a full confidence. And then you say these things out loud. And Speaking the words, the affirmation out loud is a core practice behind these affirmations. So today I don't want to get so much into the practice of affirmations per se uh, and whether they work or not. That's a subject for another time. But I want to use that as kind of like an interesting segue into the topic of today. Namely, the interesting part about affirmations to me is the fact that there's an acknowledgement of the fact that it's not enough just to read the affirmations in your head, but you actually have to speak the affirmations out loud, that there's something about the power of speech that makes the affirmation come to life and really gives it power. And I'm not a super expert in affirmations, but my understanding of affirmations is that even if you don't actually fully believe the affirmations that you're saying, and even if you're not totally concentrating while you're saying the affirmations, by by the mere act of speaking the affirmations out loud ha- gives these affirmations power and has the has the desired effect. Obviously, if you really intend and, and concentrate on the affirmations, it's going to be a little bit stronger. But even just speaking the affirmations, using the power of your speech is going to give the effect that you desire through the affirmations. So I think this is really interesting because it really parallels what we're going to be learning in today's Tanya in a certain sense. And not a direct way, but somewhat related. And we are beginning chapter 38 for context. And we're going to be talking about the power of speech specifically and about why it is that speech is such an integral part of our Jewish observance, specifically when it comes to prayer. And this is actually true for Torah study as well. But today the Altrapa really focuses on prayer. It's not enough to just read the words in your head. So just like open up a book and like breathe them in your head, you actually, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of learning Torah or fulfill the mitzvah of 
of praying, you need to speak the words out loud. And this is such a powerful mitzvah, and this is such a powerful aspect of the mitzvah that it is the mitzvah itself. That even that if a person merely has the that if a person has the best intention in the world, but they don't speak the words out loud, that does not they don't fulfill anything. Versus a person could be speaking the words and saying the words and maybe they're totally their mind is in a totally different place but it doesn't matter they not that it doesn't matter it is good to have good concentration as we will learn but even if you don't have that proper concentration merely by speaking the words it actually does have a very profound effect so let's get straight into the text and see how the ultra explains this and explains why this is so here we go so the ultra begins and he says that with the context of all that we, we've learned above. So what what is it that we've learned above so far? So if you remember in, uh, in the last chapter, in the last few episodes, we've been talking about this whole idea about what is more important, do it giving charity or learning Torah and the purpose of life and the world and everything. And specifically, really, the culmination of it all was this idea that the uh, was talking about the godly soul and talking about the godly soul's descent here into this world into this physical plane of reality and we concluded and came to understand that the godly soul did not descend into this physical world for its own sake at all but it really came here for the sake of the animal soul and for the sake of the physical body that's what it came here for so the Altarba wants you to keep this in mind when we now embark on this new chapter. And he says, with this in mind, we will now understand this halacha that comes up in the Talmud and also in Shulchan Aruch. So in the Talmud, it comes up in Brachos chapter twenty, in Brachos page twenty B, and in Shulchan Aruch, it's part. It's in. It's found in in Orachim sixty-two-three, where it says. Which literally means that meditation or contemplation is not does not take the place of speaking something out loud. So what does this mean? This means, like I was mentioning in the introduction, that if a person says, if a person reads Shema, the Kriya Shema prayer, in his thought and in his heart alone, with all of the power of his intention, he is not considered as one who fulfilled his obligation to recite the Shema. And he has to go back and read it again. And so too, this is similarly the case with Berkas Amazon, the Grace After Meals, which is from the Torah. And so too with all of the other brachos, uh, all of the other blessings that come from the rab- rabbinical blessings and prayer. If a person just says these with their with their lips and didn't have the kavana behind them, didn't have intention behind them, he still fulfilled his obligation, Bedi Eved, after the fact. So it's obviously we're supposed to have proper intention before we start praying and we should have the intention of having the right intention and try to have good intention. But if let's say you say these prayers or you say these blessings and you realize, oh, whoops, I didn't have the right intention when I prayed, it doesn't matter. You still fulfilled your obligation of prayer and you don't have to go back. Except for there is a, there are a couple of exceptions. The ex- a couple of exceptions are the first pasuk, the first verse of Shema, and the first bracha, the first blessing of the prayer of the Shmona Esra, the Amida prayer. So, and this is explained in chapter two of Brachos. And this is why it says in chapter two of Brachos that it says when it's explaining all of the different 
laws regarding prayer, it says, until here is the mitzvah of intention of kavana, and from now on is the mitzvah, mitzvah of reading, etc. So meaning to say that like, yes, we do definitely need to have intention when we say the first verse of Shema, and also when we say the first bracha of Shemun Esra, but from then on, Yes, well, we're supposed to have intention. We still, the main thing is the recitation out loud, the articulation out loud. And the reason for this is because the neshama, the godly soul, like we mentioned, does not need rectification rectification in its own right through the mitzvahs, but rather the whole purpose of the godly soul down here is to draw down light into this world to rectify the animal soul and the body through the letters of speech that come out through the the speaking soul through the the five organs of verbal articulation and so too through the different mitzvahs that the soul does through the body uh through through all of the organs of the body so that's the end of this section so so meaning to say that again as we mentioned before if you recall one of the definitions we gave of the animal soul is kind of like the vitalizing force of the body so the animal soul fulfills the different commandments he it is the one that allows a person to speak words of prayer and also to act and do different kinds of mitzvahs and this is the purpose of the godly souls to get it's is to kind of to bring in to to get the animal soul to do these things to act in godly ways and so it's not here for its own sake and so this is the end of the section so just to recap once again, this kind of really ties into, if you listen to the episode from a couple of days ago called uh, referring to debunking enlightenment, I don't remember offhand what the exact title of the episode was, but just the idea of how the purpose of life as a Jew is not to just reach like the highest states of enlightenment, at least not in terms of like the godly soul, because the godly soul does not need rectification. The godly soul is perfect and it didn't, and if it wanted to reach the highest of the high, highest levels for itself, it wouldn't have come down here because it can achieve that much higher in the most supernal realms. The reason why the godly soul came down here in its very grueling and difficult journey is for the sake of the rectification of the body and of the animal soul. So this is why, and this is how we can understand that when it comes to prayer, it's not, well, it's good to have intention and we're definitely going to, lear, going to learn more about intention as we get further into the book. The main thing, mainly when we talk about prayer is speaking the words out loud because if it were just to be about intention and med meditation and contemplation, that's the realm of really just the godly soul. But speech is more in the realm of action. It's speech is something that our physical bodies do. It's something that you can see that somebody's speaking, right? Like their lips are physically moving. And the ultra by briefly mentioned the five organs of articulation, which again, he's going to get into elsewhere a little bit more. And so speech is really something that is much more animal soul and physical body centric, which is why when we pray, we specifically have to speak the words out loud because we want to specifically involve the animal soul and the physical body because that is the whole point. The whole point of the godly soul coming down here is to refine these two things. So, and just to bring it back to the intro, perhaps this is what people like about affirmations. Perhaps they are kind of like tapping into this idea that there is something very powerful about physicality and about the physical body that 
can be accomplished that the that the that just their spiritual self cannot just do. So the best of intentions does not necessarily accomplish the same thing as actual physical action in the form of speech. So that's it for today. And we'll continue along these lines tomorrow. I'll speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Benyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.